So here we are again, late colored people time. A lot's going on. I'm tired. I'm so exhausted. I have no idea what anything is. Up is down. Down is up. Like water's dry. I have no idea what's happening. So, okay, here we are. Yes, here we are. Welcome to another episode of The Read. It's my fault the show was late this week, but then it ended up being like this whole extra thing now with the death of Prince just coming out. And I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm not. I think if y'all were expecting us to go in depth about that, I'm not really sure that we can because I don't even think the two of us have even really gotten to that point yet. So we might just have to forge along like it's a regular week. Prince really hasn't died to me. I don't know what that means. Right. The I'm I'm really struggling with the whole concept. So that's not a real life situation. There isn't like a world that I know how to live in where like Prince and Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston are not alive. Right. And it's Luther just not either, like, and it's just like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's just too much. And Vanity this, just died a few months ago. It's right. Just, so it's like, it's too much. This it's isn't real. Right. <laughs> I feel like perhaps like the virtual reality shit is like actual, it's been happening. I kind of feel like I might be in the Matrix. There have been lots of things that have been taking place recently where I just feel like, you know what? I must be like watching like, you know, the Truman, the Truman Show. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. how that went. I didn't really. Yeah, it was, yeah. But I just, I'm so confused. Anyway, Black Excellence this week is going to go out to Harriet Tubman for being the new dub. <laughs> Tub dubs coming soon. Um, and you know we are just waiting for the day that we can have a stack of tubs, nigga. Please. Now, if you, I already told you niggas that after my whole ordeal with Chase, that I'm going to just start carrying around uh, cash like a rapper or drug dealer or both. Mm -hmm. And with this, like, I just feel like it's almost like a sign. Like, yes, I should have. I'm going to go to the bank and I I want all Harriet's. (laughs) Give me all of the Tubman's. I don't give a fuck. Right. I I wasn't even thinking about cash till this came out. And it was just like, bitch, what? Harriet Tubman? Fine. Like, I don't want to say finally, but I just feel like it's it's amazing. It's so major. It's just like this. It's just it's difficult to even put into words how this woman who was just such the quintessential bad bitch and did so much for one of a kind. Just you know, it's just like you can't even compare nobody else to her. And now being honored in this way, the same woman who like asked for twenty dollars so that she could free her father from slavery, the same woman who like fought against the the capitalism and the the country that literally built a whole institution on the backs of her and her people for her to be honored in this way to me just feels like it's just so major. It's major. I She's just, iconic. Oh, and you know, how I feel about Harriet Tubman. You know, I did that drunk history on her, which thanks so much everybody for playing that again yesterday in Harriet's honor. Cause she deserves it. She's everything. She's life. Um, Although I'm a little mad it's not coming out for another, like, 17 years yeah, or something. Yeah, they said it's going to be, like, a few years. I, don't know, I didn't hear 17. Well, no, it'll be 2030, which, what year is this? It's 14 years? Shit. That's a long-ass That's time. what they said? Yes, the year 2030. How long do it take y'all out to switch out some fucking faceplates? Damn, like, I got to wait that long? Right. And Andrew Jackson's slaver ass is still going to be on the back of Am it. Am I even still going to go to the strip club at that age? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to go just for the novelty of it, just to be like, here I am. I'll probably still put some Tubman's in a, a Go-Go Boys G-string somewhere. Yes, I'm just because you have to. Like, I, Harry like I paid my dues. Right. So, I just, I'm just really looking forward to, like, 
how Harry Tubman's face on these bills is going to change people's lives because mm-hmm. I know that she's going to be in the strip clubs looking at the dancers like, bitch, <laughs> you're still in here. Your technique is still sloppy, bitch. You haven't, like, done anything. You in here, every motherfucker talking about you going to this bitch for school. You ain't been to class in motherfucking six weeks. Stop saying school, girl. <laughs> oh, so you got money for Jordan's nigga, but you don't have money for your baby's school supplies? Okay, that's real cute. So that's how you spending my money. Okay, all right. mm-hmm. so I was just dragging you niggas through all, like, the fucking country. I did all this. this. This is what I did. <laughs> for you to be in here buying fucking high tops and not giving your baby a high top fade. But okay, I understand. Fine. Cool. It's happening. That's acceptable. It's happening. Um. So today in Six Sad World, I just... Also, you know that the wrestler China died? Yeah. And that is just like, also, what? Okay. Anyway. So. And you know, I'm not one for wrestling, but I remember when China came out. Right. And it being like a big ass Because she was whooping men yes, and she women's was beaten, Right. I'm not going to claim to know her whole legacy, but I saw that this morning. Like, my God, what? Anyway. <sighs> too much so, sadness. Too much, too much bad news. Here's a, a story that I want to say... 8,000 of you tagged me in. Like, just approximately. Mm -hmm. I'm just guessing. I feel like almost anyone who has ever heard of me tagged me (laughs) in this story. My God. Now I can't wait to hear which one it is. Oh, God. Direct messages. Like, I was just like, girl. Damn, really? Like, do you know that I, like, read the news? Like, I have to. So, I'm gonna, like... You got tagged on Instagram? Jesus. Like, the everywhere. Damn. Instagram DMs. Everywhere. <laughs> Snapchat. Everybody. Like, oh, girl, have you heard? Yes. Like, the... Anyway. Yes, I've heard. Let me stop before people feel like I'm getting, uh, you know, being rude. <laughs> Too good. So, apparently, Love & Hip Hop is going to Miami. And... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have known this was it. Like, first of all, why would you even feel like this is something that I want to continuously be reminded about? Like, right. I'm, and I saw people like, oh, I know that you're probably so excited about this. No. no. Like, wow, what? Have y'all seen what Mona does to people? You- have you heard this show before? Like, who, what? Do- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Love and hip hop. Like, I understand that it's entertaining, you know what I'm saying? And it's great for live tweeting. Like, it's so great for live tweeting because, like, who really watches Love and Hip Hop because, like, they, like, are invested in the characters and really like them? Nobody. Everybody watches it to make fun of them. And, like, that's why Fine. we keep watching because you can switch out and put totally new niggas that we've never heard of before on the show. It doesn't and as matter. long as they're willing to embarrass themselves, we will still watch it. <laughs> it's it's my trash. Is, like I've said before, I'm tired of them insulting my intelligence. And I'm saying like, I'm tired of all of these swooping shots coming over Peachtree <laughs> just to show <laughs> Jocelyn Hernandez walking down the goddamn block right. and some coochie cutters to go and argue with somebody <laughs> like close-up shots of Stevie J sans child support Mm-mm. Mm-mm. smoking cigars like I do, like we don't need no more of this like so I sat down with my home girl Jessica Dime <laughs> meanwhile like y'all are not friends and y'all know that you've never met you don't like each other it's just yeah. like stop 
stop it. Just box. That's it. Like, right. that's all we care about. <laughs> like, at least Black Ink Crew. I like Black Ink Crew. Oh, because, no. A, it's basically a TV show about outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Harlem Live. Black Ink Crew is basically the neighborhood. So, I just, <laughs> I love it for that. I also love it because Sky is hilarious. And because it's like... We can tell. I think, like, the average viewer can tell what's being set up and what's, like, actually, you know, has some truth or whatever to it. And I feel like Love & Hip Hop is, like, 80% bullshit, whereas Black & Crew is, like, some hardcore, real niggatry. And then it's got some, like, oh, so we're at brunch and, like... They right. try to do like, that. There are some setups, but those people really be getting into them fights and shit. But Love & Hip Hop be lying to me and trying to get me to believe that these girls are friends and they just happen to have this event that everybody's coming. I was just like, oh, right. So and then tired. you just magically went home. And of course, her boyfriend is the same as, you know, the waitress's baby daddy. And of course, you just happened to meet oh Carly Red in the just, club. What? And- oh, my God. How did any of this happen? <laughs> so why would anybody want to see their faves on a love and hip-hop production. Mimi's dating like a stud or a trans man now. Yeah, I think Chris is like genderqueer, but I don't know. I think it's it's like a gray area type of thing with with Chris. And I just feel like that relationship is a storyline. It just doesn't even... I don't believe right. you, Mimi. I don't believe you're genuine. Because while Chris with is this fine... Person. Fine, okay? And I've said it before. Chris can call me. It's like, why are you wasting... Chris's time. Right. Like, I just feel like, why is this I hope the check is good enough for Chris to make this worth it because, child, this trash, this bullshit. Anyway, so Trick Daddy came forward and said some shit about how he met with Mona and they trying to get some real Miami niggas, some real Miami bitches on the show. And there's... <laughs> allegedly Trina is supposed to be a part of it too but I believe that to be a lie because two things A the baddest bitch and I I feel like like we spiritually usually seem to be on the same wavelength Mm -hmm. when it comes to bullshit and she already said that she wasn't gonna do it like they asked her about it and she came forward and said you know there was an offer and I told the girls no thanks so if she does happen to be on it now I would be really interested in knowing what it was that got her to change her mind and I also feel or hope and pray if that is true that she at least plays the Remy route I was gonna say she's probably gonna be Remy and just be like I'm here to just basically like (laughs) rap and play the background and watch you host and remind the rest of you that I'm better than all of you and that's like really I'm just here to be the queen I'm on top I'm just hey girls yes hey uh huh and everybody makes sure that they don't say nothing to piss Remy off or do get on Remy's bad side it's gonna be the same way with Trina I'm just on this shit the rest of them girls are gonna be like bowing down to her ass so devastated like I just I'm so hard I'm concerned with what Trick Daddy is gonna do oh he's gonna be great (laughs) you know what I'm saying like it's gonna be garbage because it's love and hip hop right but at the end of the day is Trick Daddy gonna be entertaining as fuck absolutely of course that nigga's gonna be in the kitchen cooking conch fritters and you know with his own seasoning he's gonna be a complete ham and cuss and do drugs and just be funny and that's going to be great but as a whole it's going to be like I'm sure they're going to have people on there Taz's Angels or whatever kind of random bitches that moved to Miami and did cocaine and it's just going to be a mess you keep hitting your car because I'm tired like I'm so exhausted everything is confusing Jesus so Mona I mean god damn it I wonder who else they can put on the show though maybe some local Miami rappers that the rest of us because I'm thinking ain't up on yet like notable like in terms of people that maybe across the nation or even world 
Noah from Miami. You've got Pitbull. You've got Rick Ross. You've got uh, Khaled. I don't think any of them are going to do it. I don't feel like any of them would do it either. Mm-mm. Maybe Khaled before Snapchat blew him back up, but... I feel like Khaled might do it just to like... I mean, because he's Khaled and Khaled is big and just... I mean, but he's about to be on the formation <laughs> that, tour, so... Right, that's what I'm saying. I meant big in the sense of like... <laughs> no, like, not like portly. Like, like doing a lot and his personality is just so large and right. just like, hey, us. So I feel like Khaled might have like a cameo, but he's not going to like the reunion. Yeah, no, he's not going to be like a cast member or anything Maybe he'll host the reunion. He might like DJ the reunion. Okay, we'll see. You know, it's just just, either way, I'm heartbroken for my city. Like, I just feel feel, like it doesn't deserve this. When I heard about it, I felt bad for you specifically because I was like, not only is that nigga from Miami, Trick Daddy and Trina raised him. And I know that because he says it all the time. So so it's just really, you know, I would respect like, like I would appreciate if you would respect my privacy in this time of grief, like in all things. That's real. Um, Another thing that y'all kept tagging me in was (laughs) Azealia Banks saying something about Beyonce. <laughs> and Me like, too. oh, she's she's gonna have a thing with her terrible acting this weekend or whatever she said. Like, honestly, obviously, Azalea Banks and I know one another and I like her or whatever. But I feel like even if I didn't like her, my response to this would be like, girl, so like, I, just don't, I don't understand why anybody gives a fuck about that. Like, y'all know <laughs> that she get on there and say a whole bunch of bullshit all the time or shit that's just like crazy or that you don't understand or whatever. I don't understand why at this point y'all haven't learned to just. Well, because ain't nobody going to let it go when you come for Beyonce, regardless of who you are. Even if you're Azalea Banks and you've been saying off the wall shit for months, niggas are still going to be riled up when you bring up Beyonce. Azalea, so. I mean, I understand and respect that clearly. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> like, that's, that's why I, right. like, tagging me in it. I already said, it's like when I She's said. She's clearly your friend. <laughs> but past that, like, even when they said. Like, remember when they were trying to say that Rihanna um, was shading Beyonce or, like, passively shaded her because somebody said something that she favored Oh, she favored it. Yeah, that was, that was weird. And I was just like, even if that were the case, and, like, look at Beyonce, bitch. Like, <laughs> girl, okay. Like, I don't right. have anything. And I told you niggas already, like, I'm enjoying my era. Lemonade, lemonade. It's coming. It's coming this Saturday. I don't know if this is uh, a movie. I heard it's supposed to be just, like, a concept visual for a song. I don't know if it's going to include all of them. I really don't give a shit. All I know is that I... Although I will be in Boston for PAX, Mm -hmm. I have got HBO Go, now, (laughs) present, past, future. (laughs) Everything that I need to make sure that I'm in. And you could probably order it at the hotel, too, if you just really wanted to see it that bad. I'm sure HBO is available in hotel rooms, so. I heard that HBO is going to be free. Like, you don't need a package for it for, like, the next month or something. Wow. Or it might be this weekend. I I think it has a lot to do with Game of Thrones, though, too. um, Well, I think they're... Aren't they replaying Lemonade again, though, right before Game of Thrones? Like, as the lead-in for Game of Thrones on Sunday? I don't know. That's what I heard. But, yeah, all the different rumors surrounding what Lemonade is and what it ain't and all this other stuff. I try not to even get into all that. Y'all have decided an album is coming, and while I hope it with you, I just don't know why y'all think that. Because this bitch didn't say nothing about putting out an album. Right, let's just not even... I don't know. know Y'all are putting your... Y'all getting your hopes up, and uh, she's toured without an album 
album before, so just don't break your own heart. Now is all you want to do research. Now <laughs> niggas want to Google, and now <laughs> niggas want to have all like, oh my god, like let there be some mystery to it, and let's all be surprised. We'll just figure, it, you know, let it happen when it happens. Let Beyonce come, but please also stop tagging me in Azalea Banks shit. I don't. I just I don't know what we you want don't. Me to say. We I don't. I don't have nothing to say to her unless she has something to say about me officially. So I don't. Let's just leave it there. It's just who cares, like. Leave her alone. I don't care. I don't know. Sorry. Leave her alone. <laughs> like, ignore her is what I'm saying. Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let her do what she's saying. Clearly, what she says, you know, she's saying it to people who either agree with her or disagree with her. But regardless, she doesn't give a fuck. And she just says whatever the fuck she wants to. She doesn't feel like she should be able to be quiet or whatever. And some things she say, I agree with. Some things she say, I disagree with. Most things she say, I don't care. Like, I just really like her music and what she stands for musically. Other than that, like, if you expect for me to, like, react, especially about Beyonce, like, girl, what, like, Beyonce? Beyonce like, don't need us to defend that? her, really. She really doesn't even need it. And I've also said that I think that in general, as I'm phasing into this, that 30, she's just around the river bends, like mm-hmm. Pocahontas um, yeah. and whatever the raccoon's name The light's name coming was. on. Um, but I just feel like at this era, I just, I can't, it's just like, so I don't, I, I don't really, I still stand for a lot of artists individually and I will go off in the name of that artist individually, but I just don't feel as compelled anymore to be like, bitch, what bitch? Mm-hmm. Like, what did you say, bitch? Unless it's something that's just like completely... Only if it's egregious. Right. Like, <laughs> or just, if it's like somebody is being so incredibly hypocritical that I just can't even stop myself right from it has something. to be like 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 when people were coming for the baby's hair right like when the police were trying to come for or her or if azilia has said something about beyonce's edges then that would have been a totally different situation <laughs> but you're talking about beyonce's acting i've never seen her act so maybe she is better but like there's something she can't say nothing about beyonce she literally said to nothing ed- about that woman's edges right no like, she couldn't because please then it really would have been something <laughs> and it, why then it really would have been an issue this it would have so been great. It would have been an event then, so yeah. I just didn't think it was a big deal. I thought it was stupid. I mean, you um, know. So. What else happens? Birdman says that there's going to be a <laughs> cash money movie. <laughs> Birdman has been lying to us for a long ass time, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't really. I mean. I don't have the, any eggs for that basket. Does he mean like a movie about the rise of cash money? Like I'm thinking that it's just, it's going to be like a movie about about that like a biopic biopic mm-hmm. however you say it right and i mean i don't i guess he's cha- trying to channel a straight out of compton feel mm-hmm. i mean and i could see that because straight out of compton did way better than just about everybody expected it to do i just don't know if i'm going to hold my breath waiting on this to happen because oh, I am not. all the news about cash money that comes out never actually comes to fruition so <laughs> you'll die waiting on them niggas to do something else another joint album movie concert playlist girl all of it I just I'm not waiting on that to happen like I don't truly believe in my heart that it will but I'll go watch it if it does I I will also go watch it if it does it's <laughs> I want to see you know, how far they're going to go and, you know, little things like that. And it seems, obviously, if you know anything about the cash money era, like the real cash money era, it 
can be a movie. Right. <laughs> like no, it, that, it's not it's, like I don't think they have enough material. It's an act. Uh, first of all, how real are these niggas going to be? That's what I'm saying. Because we, I'm right, in that. we all saw how much influence Dr. Dre had over Straight Outta Compton and how that colored the story significantly. Significantly. So we'll see who's involved in and how the story actually gets told. I also, you know, I feel like, you know, it's it's great in theory. And um, you've definitely whet my appetite for something I didn't know I wanted. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, I don't believe you because or I'm not going to believe you just yet. You know, you also said that you and Lil Wayne were absolutely great. Um, like two weeks after people were shooting up his bus and blaming it on right, you. Right, right, And right. like throwing water bottles and shit around clubs. So, you know, I just, I'm excited for the thought, you know. <laughs> and that's about it. And that's really all I got for you. Um, apparently Walker Flocker got so high that he had to be um, taken to the hospital or he was photographed in an ambulance at least saying that he was in Seattle and non-GMO edibles and about 20 blunts changed his life. 20 blunts. For the worse or the better, depending on how you're looking at it. He smoked 20 blunts? 20 or so, he says. (laughs) Oh, 20, give or take a few. 20 is just the estimate. Jesus Christ. What did you expect to happen, nigga? Why would you consume that much weed? You had edibles and blunts. You was ready to end it all. You was just ready to go to sleep for the next 36 days. Who does that? He's probably trying to forget that he's also on Love and Hip Hop right now. Overdosing on edibles is such like a rookie move. That whole, oh, I ate a piece of brownie and it didn't do nothing. So then I ate the whole one and I spent the rest of the day seeing stars. Like, I feel like Waka Faka been smoking weed for way too long to still be getting sick off well, of it. In fairness, he said edibles and 20 bl- Like, I feel like, <laughs> yes, I probably would also need for somebody to come get me. Well, yeah, but why would you even do that to yourself? Because fun. <laughs> Is it fun? I've been high enough to throw up, and that's where it stops getting fun. I've been. One time I got super you high. Have a story to tell. After work, and well, I guess it is a story because we were. Were we at the studio? Remember when we were at that picture? I remember. Oh, okay. So you remember. See, it's I a do. little fuzzy for me because that's it how would fucked be. <laughs> I have not forgotten. <laughs> I just remember throwing up in that bucket. In Sabaro. <laughs> in Sabaro. Oh my God, that's where it was. In fucking Sabaro. In Times Square. Yes. <laughs> it's coming back to me now. Years ago, but and, I remember. And, right. And that's not fun. So I don't even understand how somebody who's been on weed for this long would want to get that sick. That's not. You know, you have to challenge yourself. You really have to. Oh, you have to like, right. you know. Why not? Sure. I feel Push like he's a hero. Limits. Personally, I feel like, you know, he's still here. He was able to post the photo, so. Well, I mean, his tolerance must be some real shit if he had 20 fucking blunts and edibles and felt like he needed to keep going in order to maintain that high. I feel like, like my mouth would just be really dry. Nigga. I wouldn't want to stop. Yeah, right. Like, at a certain point, you're just like, okay, this is physically uncomfortable. But yeah, like, I've gotten so high to the point, like, when my mm-hmm. mouth starts to dry up and I feel like I need to drink, like, a lake, right. that's when I'm like, I, I'm finished. I need to quit doing I this. I need at least, like, a break. Give me, yeah. like, 12 hours. <laughs> so. Huh, his wife is on Love & Hip Hop doing all his hard work. Or at least she was this week. I don't know if he's coming back next week or not. Oh, Tammy. She was answering all these Tammy's questions so about cute. this this interview nobody gives a shit about anymore. Like, Well, in truth, like, because I watched that episode. And first of all, shout out to my nigga, Shot Tatiago, because Shot Tatiago been on two episodes of this goddamn show so far. And he's 
eating on both of them. <laughs> like, my nigga, when those two girls were fighting over homeboy with the long hair. Oh, scrap the other scrap? Yes, whatever. <sighs> that nigga was in the background with two to-go plates. And then he was in the background. <laughs> Eating again, I was like, that is my nigga. Like, this is how you do some So he shows up on set and goes straight to craft services. Like, but at the end of the day, bitch, they have food. Like, absolutely. So go, yes. 100%. Shout out to him. I think that, you know, the show as a whole is is insane. But that girl, like, them fighting, that was confusing. I didn't really understand. And I don't remember what Waka Flocka said, but I do know that it is important to mention that you shouldn't try to shield your kids from right. top like discussions of things like I think it was back when Caitlyn came out and he was yeah, like, yeah, Oh, yeah. kids shouldn't have to be exposed to this whole Something trans like thing. Right. This whole uh, just which it was ignorant. Like Betty Boop and D Smith or whatever their names are, like they said. <laughs> They were just like, bitch, this is not like you can't just it's your job to talk she to your has kid. To get her ass smacked because that bitch was doing too much. First of all, let her let D Smith speak right. through her feelings or whatever. Like, I get that it offended you too, but girl, you coming in here and, and You're like not even the trans bargain, right. Like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> and then let her handle it. Yes, bitch, because she did too much. <laughs> and she pulled out my real hair. It's like, always oh them God, bitches. It's real right. Like, okay, girl, it's your real hair. And it's still gone. You're gonna have to grow it right. all the way the fuck back too. Next time watch All she gotta do is buy another mouth. track. <laughs> all she gotta do is install and she probably got a backup track in the glove compartment right now went in there like bitch I know I got a clip in here this ain't nothing let me just go ahead and you the one extra for nothing gonna have a patch well I think that's about it for this week okay. in sick sad world that was you short. know because the world is sick I'm sad it's just so much let's just move right along it's everything a is insane the whole world makes no sense log me off <laughs> unplug me Morpheus get me up out this bitch I want the red and the blue pill. Thank you. Good night. Really, when people talk about the world ending, it doesn't even sound like that bad of a thing. Like you were just talking about this earlier. Right. You were just talking about this earlier. And I'm thinking about it like, you know what? What would be the worst thing to happen? The the end of the human race? Uh, That doesn't seem so bad. It's either going to be Amazon, Google, Apple, or Disney Pixar that's going to be like, you know what? Here's, you know, <laughs> artificial are- intelligence. They're going to bring the wor- robots into the world. Slowly but surely, robots are going to be like, oh, all you girls are fucked up. And they're going to eradicate the, the planet. Mm-hmm. And I just wish they would expedite the process <laughs> because everybody is so stupid. A meteor could take this bitch out. And, you know, I feel like we would deserve it. Because you know what? I know God. I know God. And I feel like... We speak enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, just Lord. Open lines of communication between me and And this is why I just try to make sure that I have the connection that I have with the Lord that I serve. That's right. Because you never do know. Like, really. Right. You look. It could no be. No man knows the day or the hour. It could be happening it's right, right now. right there in the book. Like, it's, I have no idea. <laughs> so, so. All right. Let's move on. So we're back and it's time for the letters from the listeners. It sure is. Send your questions to gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. And I know we have an update this week. I'm just trying to find it. I'm pretty sure it's from the girl who had the boyfriend with the nasty fingernails. Oh, yep. Here it is. So from Carlton, who says, I took your advice and told my boyfriend and it went well. We laughed about it. He apologized. <laughs> Like, nigga, clean your Of course nails. it went well, right? He apologized, and he has been spotless ever since, and we even managed to make it back to the bedroom. <laughs> Amen. There was one hiccup, however. 
His sister, who it turns out also listens to this show, figured out that I sent in this letter after he brought up the subject in front of her as a joke, and she went on a rant. She said, I obviously don't respect her brother or our relationship because I can't seem to keep his business to myself and that I embarrassed him by writing into the read. And he should think about that if he, quote, needs someone that childish in his life. Girl, don't nobody know who the fuck your brother is, girl. Well, like, we don't know who he is. And he needs to clean his nails. Like, <laughs> that's just nasty. So Carlton continues and says, Rachel, I know you are listening. So maybe if you spent less time in your brother's affairs and more time focusing on your own, well, your man would not have left you and you would have something better to do with your time than just oh. being around people people's houses uninvited pissing them off talking shit playing sees a doubt in their okay. relationships you need jesus oh no shade but shade thanks again kid fury and crystal you guys are wow. amazing oh. so listen it's going to be mad awkward at, oh, wow. <laughs> at the next family function okay <laughs> if the sister is listening i mean you know you could send us your side or you could just let it go but you know i feel like carlton said oh, you know wow. bitch try me so <laughs> you just never know oh, what's gonna gosh. happen when you write into the show well <laughs> you just here we are mm. we are just right here all right <laughs> like i'm watching <laughs> like life is a tv <laughs> and the fact that she sent the message through us it's like, like i know so, you listen since she is listening <laughs> and she has so much to goddamn say oh jesus i just want you to know <laughs> like what it's life Okay. Sure. Abs- why not? All right. Yes. So our next question comes <laughs> from um, Wink. That's cute. Yeah. Wink is a guy and he says a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little over a year ago, one of my very best friends got engaged and, sh- and shortly after she ch- asked me to be her sir of honor. I was chosen not only because of the closeness of our relationship, but also due to the fact that I'm her only friend that gets along with all her different friend groups. Okay. Originally, the wedding was to take place in Hawaii next summer, but since my friend and her fiancé started renovations on their home, they decided to move it back to Michigan. Now that the wedding is here, my friend has expanded the wedding party from just me on her side and her fiancé's best man on his to about eight or nine people total. And she then notified me that I would not be included in the actual wedding by walking down the aisle because she and her fiancé do not want me paired with another man. While I understand this logic and my friend has the right to do whatever she wants for her special day, I'm not going to lie about my feelings being hurt. I didn't say anything to her. I just smiled and left it off. After thinking more on the situation, a few things started to strum at all the little petty strings in my mind and I became annoyed and then angry. I've done a lot in helping her plan this wedding. I've taken on the traditional role in doing things that a regular, quote, maid of honor would do, end quote. So it's okay for me to handle errands, make phone calls, peruse Pinterest, looking for centerpieces and all kinds of bullshit, but it's not okay for me to be in the wedding. I truly don't want to do anything to make this planning phase any more hectic, nor do I want to start some shit that could deteriorate our almost 20-year friendship. Please help. Do I shut up and keep my petty-ass feelings to myself, or should I say something to my friend? Love always, Wink. Wink's fed up. Wink is fed up, and you know what? Planning a wedding ain't no goddamn fun-ass time either, so I don't blame him. Like, well, I guess some people would find, you know, looking for all that shit and color coordinating and runners and no thanks none for me no, I'm not, I don't have time for none of that shit if I get married and the person I marry wants a wedding you better have somebody in mind to plan that shit because it won't be me wasting my time in that fashion future trade or studsman <laughs> whoever it is that enters my life I want you to know wait wait the studsman wasn't for me I'm talking about me girl what you gonna do with a studsman but look at her why don't you mind your business <laughs> okay love her with my entire heart okay. bitch <laughs> while you're out here Stepping in lanes that don't like concern you. Wait a minute. 
could, I could, okay, you know what? I'm not even about to do that. Bitch, if you can come for all of my niggas, I can have studs too, bitch. I don't come Sexuality for your niggas. Sexuality is all fluid I don't throughout come, this Exactly, bitch. but I don't come for the trade niggas. I don't come for niggas who want to be with niggas. I go for niggas. What? I don't. But you coming after lesbians, studs specifically. That is my lane. That, uh, bullshit. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to let you have it. And that's a lie. <laughs> so. What? Hey, you know I know that's a lie. What is, okay, you know what? So. I hate you. I just want you to know that I am not particularly that lady. Like, I don't need any of those things. We can go right on down to the court of courts mm-hmm. and be like, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why not? What do you say? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then hit up like Vapiano. Like that's honestly my I don't my need all the day. extra. I really don't. So. So the fact that you took all the, you took it upon yourself to do all the work, which the maid of honor does do. And now she's like, oh, well. Is sir of honor a thing? Well, I guess it is if your best friend is a man and you like, want him to be. people do. I mean, I don't, I've never heard the title sir of honor, but I've heard people doing that before. Okay. Like at my church, these people got married and the man's best friend was a woman and she was his best, you know, woman or whatever. And it was just, it's a little awkward, but not really. Breaking gender barriers. It's your wedding. I'm all into it. You can do whatever you want, but she sure. can't ask you to do all the work and then be like, oh, but your gay ass is not good enough to be in the yeah, ceremony. I agree. That's fucked up. Like, no. Nah. That's like, that kind of reminds me of like some of the shit that I was talking about last week with these girls who'd be like, oh, you're my best friend. Or, oh my gosh. And I feel like I can talk to you about things. And it's so great to have a guy in my life where I can be like, you know, one of the girls with. And, blah, 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 blah. and oh my gosh, do you, what do you think of these shoes? Help me pick out a dress. Right. Blah, 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 blah. But then let me not make anybody else uncomfortable with your gayness. Oh, right. no, no. And see, he was going to be part of like the ceremony when right. it was just, you know, two people in it. But now that they can afford to have it at home and have more people there now, like it's embarrassing, I guess. They don't want or you just, to walk with another nigga. Or maybe there's no so, man who's feels comfortable walking but I, doesn't the maid of honor walk alone oh no she walks with the best man but still jesus why can't you just change it up and they have, don't have to like you don't have to have it that way like you don't you have could, to have heavy petting at the end of the goddamn aisle like right girl. i mean you can't just walk down the fucking aisle it just doesn't seem like if this is my best friend <laughs> like, somebody what? that i asked to be like right by my side at the wedding why would i feel ashamed to have you walk down the aisle i would say to her like listen as my best friend you bitch <laughs> Like, I'm going to come to you on yes. some, like, polite bullshit. Right. But I just want you to know that that shit doesn't sit well. Like, that hurt my feelings, and I feel like it's fucked up. So where is that coming from? Right. Do you genuinely feel uncomfortable? Does your man feel uncomfortable? Does the best man feel right. uncomfortable? It's where one is of y'all this three. coming from? So I know how to sort it out. Because if it's you, bitch, fuck you yeah. and your wedding hoe. Right. If it's your man, then you need to go over there and have a conversation with him and let him know that I don't plan right. on making out with the motherfucking <laughs> best man when we go down. I don't plan on riding his back or are doing anything we can simply walk next to each other right. the nigga could walk in front of me i could it doesn't matter but girl we don't need to be right. doing all of this extra y'all ain't gotta have fingers interlocked and <laughs> looking at each other lovingly on your way down the aisle like, and no, she what? don't kiss a nigga's hand at the end of the aisle and nothing like i don't even get what she is I'm so, so confused. why you could just have if if it really upset them that much you could just walk down the aisle by yourself by and the best man could walk down by himself and that could just be the end so, of it i'm like, so confused right your friend is right so so definitely take your viewers advice on that. And if it's coming for your from your friend and she would rather piss off you than piss off her fiance, then, you know, she's made her decision. And then 
if you decide to still try to be friends with her after that, that's on you. I can't fathom that. I but, wouldn't. you know, if that's what you want to do, then you go that's right ahead. Good luck. Let us know how it works out because that is some bullshit. Our next question comes from Chris, who says, my question is about an ongoing power struggle in my relationship. Oh, God. I've been in an interracial relationship with my boyfriend for two and a half years. And oh, we no. practice. This question is very different. Very different okay, from what I'm we normally get. To <laughs> I've been in an interrelational relationship with my boyfriend for two and a half years now, and we practice BDSM. Oh wow! Okay, this is two men. Mm-hmm. And the author's, oh, I feel like I know where this is gonna go. The author's black. The boyfriend's white. Oh god. Um, I am a human puppy, and my boyfriend is my handler. Oh no! I don't sleep in a kennel or eat out of a dog bowl on the floor, but I do wear a chain with a lock, and I have a puppy tail, aka butt plug. Some people go far enough to sleep in the kennel or eat out the dog bowl, but I'm not the one. I've been interested in the culture for a while now, and I never really trusted my ex-partners enough to give them that kind of control over me. I'm pretty submissive in the bedroom. <clears throat> All right now. And will try anything as long as he's done. I will try anything as long as he does not do anything that could have lasting damage, whether it be physical or mental. Mm-hmm. And we play responsibly by using safe words. Okay. The problem is that he thinks that the power from the bedroom gives him power over all. And often says, you're my sub and what I say goes. Or remember, you wanted this type of relationship. We've talked about it. And I've said to him that BDSM is not our relationship. It is just one aspect of it. And Mm -hmm. that I am still his partner and equal in the relationship. He seemed to accept that answer. But now things are weird. And he makes jokes about me disrespecting him. Or instead of telling me to do something, he asks very aggressively. My question is, how do you feel about sex slaves, human pets, or BDSM in general? (laughs) And how would you address the elephant in the room, which is him still trying to take full control? Thanks, Chris. So I tried to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. It was just really, really boring. Like, it wasn't going anywhere at all for me. I didn't feel any kind of way about either one of the characters. They, Neither one of them was, you know, even all that attractive for me to want to watch them doing those things. Everybody I know who is familiar with Fifty Shades of Grey and BDSM said that it was some trash and, like, not at all reflective of what... No, it was just a horrible movie altogether. <laughs> I actually didn't even get to the BDSM part. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't even know if they're is like I don't know what the the details are because I didn't read the books or watch the oh, movie. Oh no, I read the book, so yeah. I know how like it goes or whatever. So it's like supposed to be kinky or like that's not like the point of it, but it does have like a lot. And I think that kind of the story. I'm so sorry that I'm comparing your relationship to Fifty Shades, <laughs> but like it almost kind of has this this same thing where they have this sexual relationship that involves that kind of stuff but it trickles over into him being very controlling okay. and sometimes like getting too aggressive and then her trying to blah, 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 whatever yeah. but I made it up to them being like oh hey what's your name or whatever and then I was like this is trash <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay I don't really think that there's anything wrong with uh BDSM or like role-playing sex slaves leather all of that stuff I personally don't engage in those things um, I think that I'm real regular, degular, schmegular when it comes to um, sexy things. I'm trying to, you know, expand my horizons okay. and try new things, yeah. you know, before all of this stuff hits the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. I'm just trying to, you know, like, Woo. but I just know that that's not something that's for me. However, if it is for you and you play 
you know, and you're safe, you know what I'm saying? And you find a way to make it work for you that where you're comfortable and it's not something you feel forced into or uncomfortable with. I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. Because you're grown. You know? I'm open to to the idea of BDSM too, it, you know, to a certain extent. I'm, yeah, me too. I'm not ever going to be somebody's pet. <laughs> That's too like, much. No shade, for me. friend. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but I just I'm not doing that. Agre- yeah. Um, and I'm open to BDSM, but only with a black partner. Like I do not think I could submit I to either. a white person. I couldn't do it in either. any capacity. <laughs> I don't, I couldn't. I don't think Woo! I could do it either. Just don't I could, see it. <laughs> I could date a white boy, but I couldn't. I couldn't do that with a white boy. Mm. I would just be way too uncomfortable. I'm sorry, but like as far as him. Taking Mm. all of that stuff out of the bedroom, I'm not really surprised because I think that, or maybe I'm just imagining that a lot of guys get off on the fact that they're dominant, you know what I'm saying? And so that attitude and that feeling is going to show up out of the bedroom. I do feel like that makes a lot of sense. If you're communicating to him, like, look... This shit is for when we get buck naked and we're, you know, doing (laughs) our fun time. And that only. And other than that, bitch, cool it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If you're saying that to him and he's not making any effort to change, you have to then decide whether or not that's a deal breaker for you. Right. Also, like, I don't know how many other puppy friends, Friends? owners. Is that like a community? I feel like there is. Like, there yeah. are apps and all kinds of stuff for Right. This. I mean, I, like, if you have personal friends, like, in your life who are also in the same kind of relationship, it might be helpful to talk to them about it. Yeah. And be like, you know, how do y'all deal with separating the submissive part? Because I can, I could see being submissive sexually for me, but not oh, in any other way of my life. Like, you have to understand that as soon as we get out of this bed, I'm back to being me. <laughs> like, I'm me. Hey, so. hello. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, girl. And I pay all these bills by my lonesome. All so me. no one's running me but the IRS. And they know it. I know it. <laughs> we, we have a mutual understanding. Literally, it. that's it. Nobody else is calling the shots over here. So I just, I don't see it for me. And it would be like the sort of thing where it would be a deal breaker if you felt like you could run me outside mm-hmm. of, you know, a sexual type of and relationship. And that's regardless of race. It really is. Right. If, if I even thought to do it, you know with a black person or not you not right you not going to run me regardless so i'm all for whatever you want to do between two or more consenting adults i could not be happier for you whatever you're into whatever your kink is but Mm -hmm. i love this i'm interested in all of i mean not interested in participating (laughs) but hearing about i mean and the more i hear about some of the stuff people are into like people's kinks and fetishes the more i'm like i definitely don't get that like when y'all go to Dubai and let niggas piss in your mouth and shit on your chest and all this what? other stuff. I don't, I don't get mean, it. I don't want to know anymore. I don't that. get it. But you can do whatever you feel like doing. However, yeah. once you say something to the person about, hey, what you're doing is making me uncomfortable and they don't respect you enough to examine their behavior and stop, that's when you need to be Sex like... Sex should always have boundaries. It's like regardless of what it is that you're doing or how you're having sex, you should always like be aware of boundaries you know what i'm saying that goes for any and everything once you start to get like because the point of it is to have fun and enjoy it and stuff like that anyway right. you know what i'm saying so if you ever get in a, a, a place where you're uncomfortable in the sexual relationship or outside of the sexual relationship right. because of the sex something has to change there right you know so and communication cannot be you know forgotten or act swept under the rug like you absolutely have to be able to talk to this person Clearly and effectively and vice versa. Like y'all have to both be able to talk and listen in order to keep this going. It sounds like y'all are having problems there. So 
try to clear it up with them. Good luck, you know, with with that. Um, with all that. I'm, right. I'm trying to be sensitive um, and not judgy because I Listen, know people be like, oh, my God, this I'm bitch. all into it. I'm going to get some whips and chains and you know, summer 16. I'm telling you, I'm out here. I'm accepting nudes. Wow. Um, just, so that's why you all, was in your Instagram DMs. Y'all bitches were real extra with that picture that I posted. Were we uh, or were you? Yes, bitch, were you? Because, girl, first of all, ass I was popping in the fucking mild. ocean. Are you kidding me? And we bitch? still saw that ass. The photo and we was still taken saw the ass. 500 days away. <laughs> it was like, girl. And we still saw your ass popping in them waves. That has nothing to do with me. It like, that is not my fault. That has everything girl, to do with you. I'm at the beach, bitch. Like, what did you like? You knew. We was going to see your ass in that water and say something. No, you need to be concerning you yourselves with these niggas who are out here taking <laughs> photos fully naked at the house, just cropping out the like right above the shaft of their goddamn dicks. Talk, like, I'm at the beach. Extra. But I am accepting nudes. Okay. Also, you know. It wasn't nothing 16. extra. He put up that picture knowing good and damn well y'all. It was, was a lovely like photo. It looks it like was lemonade. A lovely photo. It's a beautiful photo. It was so photo. wonderful edited. Shout out to Patrick Naray, great photographer. Like no one said it was a bad picture. We were just saying. I didn't we even know it was me at first. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't recognize that ass because I feel like he posted when photo. I saw it, I knew it was you. I don't have to explain nothing to none of you bitches. <laughs> So anyway, our last question comes from Nikita, who starts off with a bunch of compliments, and that's kind of awkward for me to read out loud. So let me just skip straight to the question. Thanks, girl. Thanks, Nikita, for the nice things. Um, and she has two questions, so I guess you can pick which one you want to answer. The first is, if you could ever witness any event of the past, present, or future, what would it be? And the second is, if you could only keep five possessions, what would they be? So I'm required to answer both of these? No, you can pick one if there's one answer that you like better than the other. I'm trying to think. An event that I could see. If there is an event that I could witness. Hmm. I feel like so many niggas would be like, I would really love to see when the three wives my hand. What? The frankincense along with the murk. Um, hmm. I don't know. Now what I, would all I I'm like, thinking right. is I would love to see a Prince concert. Let me just, th- oh God. Because okay. I never got to. God, can we not? No, can we no, not? No, it's fine. We're not, we're not, we're not. No, we're, we're not. moving on. So I guess the five things I would keep then, because I can't. I Yeah, I can't think of it. I feel like if, you know, if, if, if I was going to do something, if I could witness anything, actually, I would like to witness my own birth. Not the details. <laughs> really? Not the details. Like, I don't want to see me coming out of my mother's body. But I think I just would want to be in the room. For like the reactions and stuff and like the feeling, like seeing my like mother, like, into the world. no, but like being there and seeing my mother look at me for the first time, you know, that's not something I'll ever know. I'll Uh-oh. never know what that's like, you know, that kind of thing. That makes sense. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm high as a motherfucker. I had to get as fucked well. up to come in the studio. Oh, I'm blasting. Oh, I had to get fucked up to come in the studio. Why not? I'm also probably still recovering from 420 because oh, right. that yeah. was a just, situation. The hitch just keep on trucking, but. What about five things? Yeah, five things you five possessions that you would keep if you could only keep five. My MacBook, my PlayStation Four, um, I guess my phone. (laughs) I guess. Um, does Link count as a possession? Yes. Which is sad because, but i think for insurance purposes dogs are possessions and not lives okay well so then my dog and <sighs> my mattress your mattress yeah 
I don't know what I thought that fifth was going to be, but your mattress. I'm set for life. Like, I don't know the rest of you, girl. I can only think of three things, and that's my Drake bottle and my Ava DuVernay Barbie and this wallet my mama gave me that is dilapidated and terrible and falling apart, but my mama gave it to me, so I'm not throwing it away. And that's it. I can't think of anything else. Oh, okay. So wait, now I have to change one. I mean, your mattress. (laughs) It's really comfortable. It looks comfortable. I would probably then switch that out for the blanket that my grandmother gave. Yeah. Okay. That's sweet. I actually don't let like anybody. I know you don't let Link get nowhere near. No. I'm like, bitch, you have several goddamn blankets. (laughs) You have all of these soft, cushy places for you to sit down, bitch. You won't be sitting anywhere and having my grandma. She cracks me up. She cracks. I went over there the other day and she would like bark at me like she was gonna do something and then as soon as I got up she turned around and ran yeah she's scary it's <laughs> like bitch you the one hollering what you mean I got up to right. come see about you and here you go running like, I think it's like half like what are you about to do but also like bitch you, you're not faster than me I think it's mostly that <laughs> she thinks she can outrun me cause she'll like bark she at can. me too and then I will like just move my arm and she'll be like shoom <laughs> and I'm like bitch I'm not racing you she's home she's so funny fake she's ass Serena Williams so funny okay that's going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to ask3 to gmail.com and now we can just move. Right along to the read. That's right. So do you have one? You know what? I do. I don't really feel like doing it, but I do have a read. So do you if you don't to want to, it's fine. I mean, I don't, but it. Peter Liang needs to be cussed out. MIA needs to be cussed out. MIA needs to be cussed out? MIA needs to be cussed out, man. What is she the does. world? Oh, yeah, that happened, I think, this morning, too. But then the Prince thing happened, and it was just like, oh, my God. And I, uh, I literally got up this morning, went to therapy, left therapy, Prince died. And I just, I and somehow I came here. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't know and MIA then came out talking about Black Lives Matter is the only thing anybody lets you talk about. And is Beyonce or Kendrick Lamar going to say Muslim lives matter? And oh, my God. Oh, why MIA? Why? So, you know what? I'm, I'm just. Erica Badu. MIA. Like, what are my what are my faves doing? Everybody that I like is just saying awful things. So MIA said, it's interesting that in America, the problem you're allowed to talk about is Black Lives Matter. It's not a new thing to me. It's what Lauren Hill was saying in the 90s or Public Enemy in the 80s. Is Beyonce or Kendra going to say Muslim lives matter or Syrian lives matter or this kid in Pakistan matters? That's a more interesting question. You can't ask it on a song that's on Apple. Michelle Obama is not going to hump you back. You cannot create that tag on Twitter. I'm going a little out of order here, so... And then she tried to clarify, talking about, I'm not Muslim. My criticism wasn't about Beyonce. It's about how you can say Black Lives Matter and not Muslim Lives Matter. And American platforms don't. you can't say that? Well, see, first of all, the media is not allowing anybody to say anything. Black people protesting the killing of unarmed black people is why Black Lives Matter became a thing in the first fucking place. And it wasn't like, oh, the media let black people have this platform to say it. We fucking forced them to acknowledge us. So she's operating from a place of like ignorance here. And I don't know if it's a, you know, American problems are trivial to her or if she feels like black Americans need to focus on other stuff. I don't I don't really know what it is. And I'm not just going to try to figure out her rationale behind it. I just know that I'm tired of other people of color acting like black people are responsible for everybody's problems. Like, what? like black. Right. Why? 
first, I mean, and not even first because I've been talking, but Muslim and black are not even exclusive. So the fact that you're talking about Muslim lives matter, like who is to say that we are not talking about black Muslims? Why do you feel like we're not talking about those people? And why do you feel like, sweetheart, you're doing the interview right now. Why don't you talk about whatever the fuck it is you think is important? You spending time complaining about this when you could just... When you could just talk about whatever is so fucking important to you. And it's not like she's scared. MIA has been political her whole fucking career. This is not new. <laughs> like, the so fact that she's talking about what Black Lives Matter is not new. Bitch, the... F- I'm so... The sentiment behind Black Lives Matter is not new, but the actual phrase Black Lives Matter was born at a very specific time and for a very specific reason. And don't try to discount that and act like it's not real because you think something else is more important. Use your music and your platform to talk about whatever the fuck you want, and the rest of us will talk about what the fuck we want. And it ties into this bitch Peter Liang... Because if you remember, he's the NYPD officer who killed Akai Gurley in the projects that he wasn't supposed to be in and got scared because he heard a noise in the stairwell, which it's a fucking stairwell. So why wouldn't there be noise? There's noise in every stairwell and decided to shoot his gun and the ricochet killed this um, unarmed young man. And Brooklyn Supreme Court Justice Danny Chun reduced Liang's charges and, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but I think the DA recommended no jail time last month anyway. So the judge just straight up said there's no evidence that Liang intended to kill or injure Akai Gurley. When Mr. Liang went into the building that night, he did so as part of his job, of his job and to keep the city, um, the people of Brooklyn and our city uh, safe. So he threw out the manslaughter conviction and replaced it with criminally negligent homicide and official misconduct. He will have no jail time, no uh, house arrest either. Just five years probation and 800 hours of community service for killing somebody. For murder. And I remember when, I mean, because it wasn't that long ago, honestly, but when Liang was convicted and all these Asian rights groups came out and started marching and was like, no, this is not fair. You're not going to convict him just because he's Asian and a rookie and don't do our cop like that. And white cops kill black people all the time and they don't get convicted and all this other stuff. Like, wait a minute though. Black cops are also shitty. Like black cops also abuse their power and are assholes. But when a black cop, kills an unarmed black person i'm not gonna be like oh well it don't matter then right. the problem is police brutality the oh my pro- god like i was just talking about that and and shout out shout out because there are some um and i don't do i have the link here there are a few um asian advocacy groups across the country asian americans united chinatown community for equitable development chinese progressive association that put out a statement saying, look, this is bullshit. You know, him being Chinese or Asian aside, that doesn't mean he should be allowed to just kill somebody because he got scared in a fucking stairwell and his actions should just go unpunished. Like, that's not what that means. So it's not, I'm not saying all Asians felt like Peter Liang should have got off of this, but enough for it to have like significant. I feel like it really significantly changed the sentence. The man's charges were totally changed and he does not have to go to jail at all. Like not even an ankle bracelet. Like he literally gets to go home wherever the fuck he lives and just go on about his life. Like he did not kill Akai Gurley. Like, he did not kill this man. Like, okay, yeah, you were scared and you shot and the bullet ricocheted and it was an accident or whatever the fuck else. You still did it. A regular everyday citizen, if I went home and heard a noise in the stairwell and shot my gun, which I don't have, but if I, but if I did, 
nigga, do you really think the NYPD would be like, oh, okay, well, you got scared, so no big deal. <laughs> I mean, do you really think, and if I went through a trial, like, you really think a judge would be like, oh, well, she didn't mean it, so... Let's just send her home anyway. Their intention. No, it is the badge. Like we're not black lives matter. Doesn't mean white police need to stop killing black people. It means all police need to stop. their bullshit. It's not just about the skin color. It's about what you allow that badge to mean. And it's not fucking okay that you can kill a man and go on about your fucking day. Like didn't shit else help. And he didn't even call the paramedics. He called his fucking union rep. When he realized he, <laughs> when he realized what he had done, he was and like, he was "Oh yeah." Like I'm just. You didn't even call for help. You didn't care about this man's life. You cared about your ass. What a fucking! I'm so. So the next time MIA and anybody else who thinks like her is like, "Oh, when are Black Americans talking about Black Lives Matter? Going to talk about everybody else's issues, bitch? Maybe when we don't have no more. We have our own fucking problems to deal with over here. You handle your shit, and we'll handle ours." I don't even understand, like because. <sighs> Black people be the first ones to be like, oh, yeah, girl, we get it, girl. Like, when, any, when you talk about anything, always. you can always have a black person who can be like, prejudice, bigotry. Oh, I get it. Right. Like, always, because Asians, we're like, non-black Latinos, y'all bring up something about prejudice and we get it. We're always considered to be like the most expendable or like the like just like the lowest of the low, like right. garbage. And that's why you have to say Black Lives Matter. And specifically, I was just talking about this. When it comes to police, it isn't just the fact that white cops kill black cops like a lot of cops have this inflated sense of power where they feel like because they have a badge and because they have all of these assholes and these fucking dirty bitches behind them who'll back up their shit that they don't have to really give a fuck about people's lives and because black people are not at all considered or like not treated like their lives mean anything. It's like, oh, girl, yeah, I'm just going to shoot my goddamn gun because I'm yeah. in the fucking ghetto. I'm in the staircase and if a bitch die, right. oh, well. Like, I'm in the pink houses, so oh, well. If I kill somebody, nothing will happen. It has nothing to do with white, black, Asian, Hispanic. It has nothing to do with any of those fucking things. It just so happens that a lot of white racists have badges and they be out here doing lots and yes. lots of killings. But black folk do it too. Asian people do it too. It's a completely different conversation. Yes. But it all leads back to the fact that we get we the ones that, be, that end up dead because nobody gives a fuck about our lives. And we en- not only do we end up dead, the police normally don't even have to go through the farce of a trial. And then when somebody actually is convicted, the sentence is reduced and it's like, all but thrown out. 800 hours of community service. That's it for killing a man? For killing a man. I just and Five I, years probation. So you got five more years to not kill nobody else. And 800 hours of community service. That's it. That's it. No, no actual punishment at all. He doesn't need to go to prison. That's what the judge said. He doesn't need to go to jail in order for him to serve a sentence. And also... Wow, nigga. Stop trying to like... It's almost like you're trying to imply that black people are so stupid and like like completely inept that we can't at all be passionate about one movement and the next right. and the one after that and the third and the fourth and the fifth. Like I don't understand. Okay. Yeah. So I'm done. Like I was devastated to see that from MI. My God. Like of Will all Pitts- the things, and the th- she has spent her whole career sticking up for the brown girls. Like that's the, that's what I don't get. Like you have spent. All these years repping for minorities and being woke. I don't get how you don't get this. I'm. I feel like I got my ass whooped. Like I'm just so tired. Yeah, too, like, but like this is. I'm just. This is way too much on top of. I'm just. Everybody's the, letting me down. Yeah. I just. So yeah. What should I read? Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Yesterday was 4:20. Shout out to that. Okay. 
I got on Snapchat to see, you know, all of my friends celebrating their 420s because most of the people I follow on there do. <laughs> That's right. Um, also, you can stop asking for my Snapchat. It, I You can stop asking me too. I just, I'm, I just want an app that is just my friends. That is just me just not <laughs> doing, like, I just okay. want one thing for myself, please. Um... But I get on there and I look at a filter that they put up of Bob Marley um, on 420. And this face filter includes like Bob Marley's face, right? Oh, yeah. So his skin color. I saw it. Is, along with like these dreadlocks. And then his music is playing and his like name and logo is up in the corner. So. His estate, his family or whatever, obviously had something to do with this filter being a part of Snapchat. Yeah, I think they designed it. I have two issues with this. I have three issues with this. Okay. The first one being, what? The second one being the skin color thing. It's just like that all together seemed like a horrible ass idea. I don't know why that was something that they felt like would work or be cute or festive. I have no idea. But that isn't even my biggest issue here. The thing that annoyed me the most about it was the fact that it was put up there on 420. Because while Bob Marley very clearly smoked weed, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of Bob Marley fans smoke weed. A A lot of Rasta people smoke weed. None of these things are about weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bob Marley's legacy, what he stood for as a person, as, like, a musician, Rastafarian, like, culture, like, all of the stuff that goes along with that is so much bigger than getting high. You know what I'm saying? It's way, way bigger than that. There has so much more to do with it. And so... For you to be associating this man and his music and his face and these Rasta colors with a day that was literally born by some like white kids at a fucking school (laughs) that was running around at 420 p.m. looking for weed or like some treasure or some dumb ass shit that sounds like a Seth Rogen, James Franco movie. I don't understand why it's being reduced to that. And I get really annoyed when I see people use either Bob Marley's face or Rasta colors to represent the fact that they love weed. Yeah. I enjoy the fuck out of cannabis, my black ass self. But sweetheart, that ain't got nothing to do. Like Rastafarianism is so much bigger than that. And I just wish that y'all would take the time to at least just look it up and read about it and just try to figure out where these things come from. So you don't be out here looking and sounding like the whole entire 100% organic GMO free fool. I wish that you would just try to just have some goddamn sense. It is so much bigger than that. And all you, it's to be the same bitches who be at Coachella with red, green, and gold on talking about, oh, I've got on my reggae colors or I've got on my Jamaican colors. Like when Sean Paul and fucking and Beanie Man and all them niggas were big again during like the early 2000s and all of that. And everybody had on those goddamn wristbands. Everybody had on those (laughs) 
fucking wristbands. White, black, everybody oh, so had true. those fucking wristbands on and nobody knew anything about what that shit meant. First of all, if you refer to that shit as a reggae color or a Jamaican color, you're very, very much wrong. This reason that you're wearing it is because of Rastafarianism. And even then, those colors are really more attributed to Africa because that's like the the faith itself mm-hmm. is based on a lot of African beliefs and followings in Ethiopia and all of that shit. And you would know this if you would just look it up. If you would just take just three it? to five minutes to just look it up and just know something and just know something. And you un- then you get like, frustrated especially white people when motherfuckers would be talking about y'all are you're appropriating a culture and oh it's not that deep and obviously we really like it and we think that it's cute or fun and we're just appreciating it and why can't we da, 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 da? because you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about this is like you bitches be going over to Asia and buying a fucking kimono because you think the shit's pretty you don't know anything about it then you come back over here and be wearing it and posting it on Facebook and wonder why Asians are looking at you like oh girl what is that Lana Del Rey, all you white bitches be at Coachella with your fucking Indian headdresses on and shit like that. You don't know nothing about it, what it means, what it's called, where it comes from. You just think the shit's pretty and then you're wondering why natives will be looking at you like, um, this is some bullshit. Like, you can't just... I don't, and I don't even understand why Bob Marley's estate would even allow that fuck shit to happen in the first place. And it very clearly goes to show... That who whoever is over there signing these contracts or making these deals is clearly up to some bullshit. But that right there was absolutely fucking ludicrous. And I really wish that each and every one of you potheads from a weed smoker to the next, take that goddamn shit off. Take off these red, green, gold pothead t-shirts and tunics and hoodies Man. and wristbands and headbands and scrunchies and pins and motherfucking socks and goddamn <laughs> and fucking... <laughs> all this leggings and and glasses and contacts you ignorant hoes just read something please please just try oh god i'm Man. tired and also a huge fuck you goes out to uber because i'm sick and tired of y'all shit first of all uber i don't know if this is for everywhere but they have this policy that makes it so that if you cancel a trip after five minutes that they charge you ten dollars mm-hmm. for the, the driver right now i guess that this is supposed to be like oh well you know if the driver comes to you and you have them waiting for five minutes and then you cancel it this is to compensate them for x y and z No, that has never happened to me because if I'm calling an Uber, more than likely I want that bitch unless they're playing a game. So fast, well, rewind to last week when I'm trying to leave this ashy motherfucker and I go downstairs, I call an Uber. The niggas, Mama Doe or whoever the fuck had on these fucking fake, fake ass Louis sunglasses in his profile photo, oh, right? No. So I remember, like, as I call him, it says, okay, he's coming to you. He's supposed to be arrived to you in four minutes. And I just remember looking at his picture and being like, those glasses are, are horrendous. Like, so, like, that was the first thing I thought. But okay. So I'm standing here and I'm waiting for the fucking thing. Four minutes turns into seven minutes. Seven minutes turns into ten minutes. And I'm sitting there waiting, right? Because I know about this mm. dumbass policy. And I yes. said, well, okay. I'm waiting for this nigga to show up. Do you know that this bitch comes and literally drives right by me. Terrible. Right here in front of the fucking building and comes around the corner. And so I call him 
And I said, sir, why did you drive by me? And he was like, no, I didn't drive by you. I didn't drive by. It says, you know, three minutes away. I was like, sir, I literally saw you drive by me. You're wearing the glasses from your profile. Like, I saw you. I saw the car. I know that you passed me. He was like, no, 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 I didn't. I said, sir, just cancel the trip. Cancel the trip because if I cancel it, they're going to charge me. And I just, I don't have time for this. He was like, well, it doesn't make any sense to cancel. I said, girl, cancel the trip. And I will have somebody else come get me because I don't know what you're doing. Right. Like, I already had to sit out here and wait longer than I was supposed to. And now here you go playing a game talking about you ain't passed me when I saw you in your fucking Louis Nothan ass glasses driving down the boulevard. Louis Nothan. So eventually, like, he hangs up, right? And he's sitting there for five minutes. And I'm like, well, girl, I'm not canceling this trip because I'm not going to give you any money. Like, wow. I'm not going to do it. So eventually he cancels the trip himself, right? Why does Uber still charge me $10? He probably told him to. And so, trash. I called, I mean, well, you can't call Uber, obviously, because of bullshit like this, I'm sure. So I had to send them like a little thing. Mind you, I still have to go home. So I called another Uber and I get in the car. They gave me a $10 credit, which is what they do when this bullshit happens. It's a $10 credit towards your next ride. So in the ride up, I sent like a little message or whatever. And I said to them, like, I know that y'all have this bitch-made policy where you charge people for basically canceling the trip after. I told them every single thing that happened down to the horrendous glasses, the fact that I saw this bitch drive by me. I said, y'all do this shit. This has been like the third or fourth time that this bullshit has happened with me because all that you're doing is letting these lazy assholes run around and drive around here and play a game until one of us like, uh, and just waste five minutes basically until we cancel the trip and then they make that $10 if you come down here, that nigga ain't got to pick nobody up. All you got to do is drive around and act fucking stupid and have 10 <laughs> bitches fucking cancel the trip or whatever in an right. hour. And that's $100. Like, no. I said, I don't want no fucking credit towards nothing. I wanted my money back. And the fact that this, like, this policy doesn't make any sense. All it does is encourage people to take advantage of it. Because this shit happens to me all the time. And so somebody finally sends a message back and they're like, well, we can't refund you your money because you used it for uh, a trip. So, you know, thanks for using Uber. I was like, of course I use the goddamn credit, bitch, because I still had some place to go. Like, I still have to go home, bitch. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's neither here nor there because it's $10. But the fact that you hoes have this dumb ass policy doesn't make any sense to me at all. I will no longer be using Uber. The yellow cab is having a fucking app. Not that that shit is any fucking better to me. But it's just like, bitch, don't be sitting here and playing with nobody. Give you give these people their fucking money back or change it to make it so that people can't be around here trying to be speed racer or be playing like they're fucking dick dastardly or something out here <laughs> until they get $10 out of motherfuckers who work for it. And then you talk about, oh, well, here's a credit for the next bitch you're going to play with your goddamn money. Bitch, right. fuck you. And they, Go to hell. And they always the shittiest drivers, too. Right. It's always the niggas who need the turn-by-turn GPS and miss the exit to Harlem and all the shit. Like, bitch, can you drive? If you do not know the city, do not be a fucking Uber driver. That might work in Kansas City. It don't work here. You need to know how the fuck to get around Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens. You need to know how the fuck to get around the city. I should not have to give you direction. Oh, my God. The worst Uber of my life last week after Uncommon Sense. We were going to Brooklyn for Jade's thing. That bitch took us to Queens, Brooklyn, back to the Lower East Side, and then back to Brooklyn. 
nigga. How? 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 Because she does not know how to fucking drive. It's the only time I ever had a one star rating. I've I completely told her. And that reminds me, I need to make sure Uber adjusted my fucking ride. Because it was like a $60 Uber that should have been 28 at the most. And it was just like, sweetie, what what are you doing? Are you trying to get more money out of me? Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, Asante is right here next to me like, uh, this bitch is passing back and forth in between boroughs. Like, where the fuck is she going? What, what is going on? Oh, Uber has got to get their shit together, man. Whatever that bullshit is, y'all need to change that shit because I'm sick and tired of this shit happening. And you need to tell your drivers that maybe they wouldn't get lost and be playing games out here on the street if they would take their goddamn fake sunglasses off at 8 p.m. when there's no goddamn <laughs> sun to glass. You dumb bitch. <laughs> All right. Is that it? That's it. Okay. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And what else, Kifiri? What you got? Um, We'll see you in Chicago next weekend. Um, London is July 30th. You can go to thereadlive.com for that. Um, I'm going to be at PAX East this weekend. I'm leaving for PAX this weekend. For, I'm leaving tomorrow, I should say. Or I just realized that's not about the vape. It isn't. But <laughs> just I will have my that. PAX at PAX. Oh, um, yeah. Shout out to PAX for making us those custom vapes. It was very kind. Very sweet and fun. So dope. And festive. Um, so, yeah, there's that. You know, hopefully I will see you there. I'm just hoping to get one of those virtual reality, reality things on my head so I can be transported <laughs> to a world that isn't this one. Right. Also, Baltimore will be in your city on May 18th and San Francisco will be there June 11th. All tickets available at thereadlive.com. Also, my thoughts and prayers are with the city of Houston and surrounding areas, everybody affected by the flood. Um Floods too. God, yeah. the world is the world is trash, man. Let's just go. <laughs> so I don't. Is there an acronym, or are we just you know we made it? Okay, we did a show today. I'm and finished. At, right, so we'll just. I'm going home to go play some Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, and then Birth by Sleep. It's the name of the game. It's actually really great. Uh, okay, well I'm gonna let you have that. And good luck with <laughs> your week. Fuck apps. Don't tag me in anything. Please. Bye. Don't tag me in nothing. <laughs> Don't tag me. Thanks. Bye, y'all.